Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Eagles Live podcast. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro. This is the first of a few podcasts this week as the Eagles make their first road trip in the regular season across the pond. They'll play in London for the first time on Sunday against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Game time, 9.30 Philadelphia time. Now, it's a big game for both teams, of course. Both teams certainly didn't expect to be in this position. Sub-500 teams after great playoff runs one year ago the Jaguars making it to the AFC championship game where they lost to the New England Patriots and of course the Eagles winning Super Bowl 52 and both teams came into the season with high hopes and certainly realistic expectations to be great once again through seven games it's been inconsistency marking both teams performance so let's talk a little bit about the football side of things in our first Eagles live podcast of the week we'll hear from the coaches first up head coach Doug Peterson who's trying to find a way to get this team to play more consistently. Eagles looking to shrug off the loss on Sunday to Carolina, one in which the Eagles led 17 to nothing in the fourth quarter, only to lose the game 21-17. The Eagles have to put this one behind them and get ready for Jacksonville. Here's some one-on-one time with head coach Doug Peterson. So coach, we are getting ready for a road trip in London. How do you become acclimated to that environment in a really short period of time? Well, number one, uh, by going over a couple days early. You know, we'll leave Thursday night and travel over there. And when you wake up, we're, we're off and running and we're into our Friday schedule. And we talk about eliminating distractions. And so, yeah, it might be a long flight and you lose a little time, but it is what it is. We got to go and go play. But after we get through Friday and you wake up Saturday, you're feeling pretty good. You're on local time there and, and you still have about 48 hours before the game. Jacksonville's defense has been great against the past this year. The number's not so good against the run so how do you look at it good football team AFC championship game a year ago chance to go to the Super Bowl I mean it's a good football team dangerous football team tremendous on defense a lot of talent over there and offensively I think there's some skill and ability and they've proven that so it's going to take again a 60 minute football game we got to learn how to finish better you know especially on the road and this is a place that they're comfortable playing at they've played there the last several years and uh, it'll be great for our football team to really get away and focus and be together as a group despite all the inconsistencies through seven games still have a chance to get to four and four with a whole second half the season to go. Is that kind of the message this week? Is that kind of the theme of this week? It has to be. Really, the theme is let's just go 1-0. Let's mm-hmm. just try to win this week, and then we get a break. So, yeah, we kind of control our own destiny right now. Uh, we got to focus on the division and the end games and make sure we take care of that if we want an opportunity to play in January. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Dave. Now, of course, the Eagles coordinators also facing the scrutiny of the media and the fans, and understandably so. The Eagles have struggled on both sides of the ball throughout these seven games. First up, offensive coordinator Mike Grow looking for more explosiveness in the passing game as the Eagles have all season, and also looking for more consistency in the run game. He talks about the Eagles offense here, as well as a Jacksonville defense that has been extremely good, number one in the league against the pass, not so much against the run. So what gives on Sunday? Can the Eagles run the football against Jacksonville? Here's the best of Mike Grow meeting the media on Tuesday this week. Folks in a lot of different areas. In some cases, you know, we had a couple opportunities. You know, we end up first and goal, but it's first and 25 after a penalty, and we end up in a 15-play drive and getting no points. You know, we miss a turn there, if you will, and then have another big screen, 50-yard player or thereabouts, and we're in field goal range, and you know, that gets called back. So we feel like we're hurting ourselves in a lot of those cases, falling behind the chains and making it more difficult on ourselves than we need to. Two weeks ago, we did a good job of not doing that, and some of those same problems crept up again the other day, which hurt us. 
us. I mean, there's plays uh, every week that we all look at and examine if we're being honest with ourselves and say, you know, I'd really like to have this play back or that call back or whatever the case may be. And he has a lot of confidence in Alshon. He thought he saw something he could make a play and got to give Carolina credit. They did a good job of breaking that up. We'd like to be at that 30 range is where we'd like to be, but we know that if we get 25, then, you know, we got a really good chance to win. So we're continuing to work on that. We know it's an area that we need to improve on. Nobody's satisfied with the production and the results that we've gotten by any means. Trust me, we're working hard to try to get it fixed. We didn't get the production that we wanted the other day in the running game and came in enthusiastic and energetic to get back on this week's game plan to talk about the things that we think that we need to correct so those mistakes don't occur again and put another good plan together for Jacksonville. So we haven't lost any confidence in our ability to run the ball. We know it's important to try to be balanced and be able to run the ball. We like to spread the ball around and we got to be able to do that against his defense. Their reputation precedes them. They've got excellent secondary. They're strong up front, put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. We got to be able to get the ball out of our hand and spread the ball around and find favorable matchups. And we have good players in that huddle and we were confident about their ability to show up on Sunday and make plays. Yeah, they got a lot of team speed in general. A lot of team speed. That's one of the reasons why they played in the AFC Championship game last year. They got an excellent defense, so it's a challenge. Jim Schwartz's defense dominated Carolina for three quarters on Sunday and then three straight touchdown drives by the Panthers. Also a two-point conversion, a shocking turnaround in a 15-minute span. Schwartz was asked about it repeatedly on Tuesday, and this is what he had to say discussing his strategy, giving credit to the Panthers, particularly quarterback Cam Newton, and understanding that all in all, his defense needs to play much better. You know, in each of those drives, it was literally like one play that we got to make. And, you know, we've had that at different times this year against the Titans. We had just a couple chances to be able to get a play to stop a drive. We weren't able to make it. Made a fourth and ten. have to make that. There have been different times over the course of our years here that that's happened. But we've always sort of picked them up and made a play somewhere else along. Special teams made a play. Offense made a play. And in this, we didn't get that done. So that's sort of where it was. There was really nothing that continually came up. There's always things you can do better there's always calls you can play better there's calls you can call better there's things the defense can do a little bit better sometimes you need to tip your cap to an opponent I think there's some humility that's involved in that I have a lot of respect for what Cam did in that game he was having probably the worst day of his career and that's tough duty I've seen that a lot of times when you can't get anything going and it sort of rolls up and you finish the game that way but as a competitor as an opponent I have a lot of respect for what he was able to do in that game Sometimes you do need to tip your cap to an opponent. It doesn't change. We need to play better. But, you know, there's good players in the NFL. We saw that with Odell Beckham last year in that fourth quarter. He sort of took that game over, and, you know, no matter what coverage we called, we couldn't really get him covered. So, really, the NFL as much as what we do sometimes. But another way that we can affect the game is takeaways, and we haven't been taking the ball away. I think there's a fine line there and you always warn the players sometimes chasing takeaways chasing turnovers puts you in worse position you start giving up plays guys press too much they go for the strip instead of the tackle and you give up a bigger play or they go for the interception instead of the pbu and you give up a big play or stuff like that so you got to temper that but i think that's probably the biggest thing there's two things we can do as a defense one is hold score down and number two is put our offense in position to score or score ourselves and that's a thing that 
that was a common theme for us last year that we haven't really been able to get our feet under us this year in creating those game-changing plays. Like before we gave up the fourth and 10 play, I mean, we were, you know, a couple inches away from getting an interception. You know, when Cam throws the ball, he's getting hits. It's, it's that close to stripping the ball. This is a game of inches. It doesn't change the win or the loss, but that's just what you have to do. We need to find a way to come up with those plays without pressing, without playing out of our character. This is Carson Wentz of the Philadelphia Eagles. No, that's a fake pass to Jeffrey in for the touchdown. And you're listening to the Eagles Live podcast with Dave Spadaro. It doesn't help Schwartz at all that second-year defensive end Derek Barnett undergoing shoulder surgery, expected to be out for the season. That's another blow to a defense that has already lost starter Rodney McLeod at the safety position and so many injuries that have kept this defense from being a unit, a whole unit, for more than one or two weeks at a time. Now let's hear from a former player's perspective, Brian Westbrook, in this week's press pass. Well, it's a long road trip for the Eagles. There are potentially a lot of distractions. How do you rein all of that in, keep your focus, and do what you have to do? It's as must-win a game as you can have in week number eight. It's press pass with Brian Westbrook. Brian, the Eagles are in a, I guess, a must-win situation. Would you call this game a must-win situation? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, after, you know, giving up a big lead at home, certainly a must-win situation. And it's not just a must-win. It's about getting our confidence back, getting our swagger back for this football team. You know, it's a good situation, good opportunity for our team to go across the pond and try to find a way to get a win. I got to tell you, the most disappointing part of Sunday's loss to Carolina, many disappointments, but I thought that I knew what the Eagles were. And then after that game, I don't know what they are yet. What did you think they were? I thought it was a team that had turned the corner, beating the Giants, winning convincingly for three quarters, playing with a lot of confidence, a lot of swagger, dominating at the line of scrimmage. And then to lose that kind of game, it's just shocking to me. Yeah, obviously the Giants aren't a very good team. I think that should have been a confidence booster. They had that confidence through the first three quarters. I think a different philosophy defensively in that fourth quarter hurt us. I think offensively we have to continue to be aggressive on both sides of the ball. When you have confidence, you continue to build on that quarter by quarter by quarter. You never take your foot off the gas. Unfortunately, I think we did that. How does this Eagles offense get the run game going? Commit to it. And that means two yards, negative yards, one yard. Commit to the run game. That's going to take a lot of pressure off your quarterback. But it also allows your running backs to get into the rhythm of the game. When you get five carries, nine carries, eight carries, that doesn't allow you to get into the rhythm of the game. And what I've seen from our running backs, because they're not in the rhythm, they're just going to take two, three yards here. But if they open their eyes, they're in the rhythm of the game, their vision, their patience, they're missing big holes. And they have to be better at that. So there are running opportunities. There are yards to be gained in the ground game. There's no doubt about it. There are yards to be gained. Both Corey Clement as well as Wendell Smallwood missed some big holes yesterday. Those are big gainers. Those 20, 30-yard plays, that changes the course of the game. It also changes how Doug Peterson calls the game. When you get a couple big run plays, that means now Doug is more confident in calling those run plays. That's a difference maker. Two games the Eagles have had big leads in Tennessee at Philadelphia against Carolina. I guess to me that's the most disturbing part of this, that the Eagles have not put teams away. Good teams put teams away. And when you're not confident in what you're doing, when you're not executing well, you don't. Against Carolina was a great example of a team that got up to an early lead, still not overly confident in what they're doing, and not aggressive. Pedal to the metal, don't allow an opponent to ever come back. We have to get to that point again. What's your biggest concern about Sunday? Biggest concern is 
if we want to throw the ball 35, 40 times, that this defense is good enough to take the ball away and go the other way with it. They have very good corners, Bouye and Ramsey, very good corners. They have guys that can get after the quarterback, Calais Campbell coming off the edge. They have some guys that can play good football. I don't want to get into a situation where we're throwing the ball repeatedly. We can run the football against this team as good as they were last year. They on the other end of that spectrum this year, we can run the football. Well, Brian, I guess it sets up midway point in London. Who would have thought that this game would mean so much? We all kind of thought it would be two teams charging to the playoffs. Now it's two teams kind of fighting for their playoff lives. A lot of football left, a lot of opportunities for both teams. For us, we have to get to the point where we're aggressive and we do have to reestablish our identity. That means defensively getting after the quarterback, being aggressive on the outside. Offensively, Carson Wentz has to play out of his mind, but I think Doug as a play caller has to be consistent with his run plays as well. Thanks, Brian. Thank you. Let's finish up this first Eagles live podcast of the week with our Merrill Minute, the voice of the Eagles, a member of the Eagles Hall of Fame, the great Merrill Reese. Intercepted by Allen. Eric Allen down the far sideline, stepped over a man. He's going to go. give it to Smith and they stop him again. Touchdown by Rob Carpenter. The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. Whether you're a player, whether you're a coach, Whether you're a broadcaster, whether you are a fan, there are so many highs and lows connected with being an Eagles fan, an NFL fan. And Sunday, one of the biggest lows you could feel. It's taken a while for us to recover from seeing a 17-0 lead squandered and a chance to go above the 500 mark reversed. It hurts, but if you're a coach or a player, you've got to put that behind you and move on. And I'm sure by Sunday morning at 9.30 Philadelphia time, we will be on to the next order of business. But this one hurts. It only makes this week's game in London against the Jacksonville Jaguars more important. You've got to win this game. You've got to even your record at 500. Losing this game would just kill going into a two-week bye. You have got to win, have a happy flight back, make some adjustments over the bye, and then come back roaring against the Dallas Cowboys in two Sunday nights. So we'll be back with our next Eagles Live podcast from London, where we'll set the scene. Eagles alumni Brent Selleck, John Dornboss will be the Eagles ambassadors on this trip. And of course, we expect a lot of Philadelphia Eagles fans there, both from this region and from Europe and the UK, cheering on the Eagles in their first regular season game ever in jolly old London. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro. Thanks to Brian Thomas for putting this all together. Thank you all for joining the Eagles Live podcast. Make sure you're with us the rest of the week as we hear from the fans and set the stage in a couple of days. And then on Friday, the team arrives and we will have complete coverage here on the Eagles Live podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for subscribing and your great support. Have yourselves a great Eagles day and fly, Eagles fly. E-A-T-L-E-S.